The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Hi, I'm Reverend Ellen Devonport, host of Voices of Unity here on the radio network, wishing you and your family a joyous holiday season from all of us at Unity World Headquarters at Unity Village. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And hello, everyone. Welcome to another Bring Your Soul to Work show. Today, I'm talking about how playing big is your soul's best work. Playing big. Not playing small, playing big. I'm going to talk to you today about how truly expanding into your greatness and into your craft is is your unique path for your soul. But first, let's get a few things in front of us here around what we're here on this planet to do in the first place, because without putting that in front of us, playing big, might seem to some people like being uh, ego-driven. Playing big may seem like being greedy. Why do you want that higher job, just to make more money? Playing big is misinterpreted in the three-dimensional physical world. Playing big and being ambitious seem to go hand-in-hand with being a selfish person. And if you're listening to this radio show on Unity Radio, you are more than likely someone who does not want to be selfish or be seen as selfish. And even if you have money, you may be thinking of yourself and judging yourself in a certain way. I want to put a stop to all that, and I want to help show you that your life that you were given, the sole purpose, is your growth. And if you don't take the growth, you're going to get harder and harder lessons. Or as my dear father would say, more difficult. (laughs) He didn't like to use the word hard when it meant to something difficult because difficult's a better word. Thank you, dad. So the more difficult your lessons might indicate to you that you're not on your path for your greatness. Each and every one of us was born to have a soul-expanding experience on this planet, on this lifetime, in this dimension that we are put into. If you choose not to take the expansion, your life is going to be hard, difficult, painful, maybe even miserable, suffering, struggling. There is so much suffer and struggle out there. There are so many people focused on what's not working. There are so many people focused on what they don't have. If you've been listening to me, welcome back. If you haven't been listening to me, you may need to know a few things. And one of that is that I am absolutely embracing the quantum physics reality that we live in a unified field and that whatever we put our attention to is what expands. It's the law of life. It's the way it works. And you can see it all around you. Whatever you're putting your focus on is what's expanding. It's the way it works. I always tell my clients, just like if you drop 
the glass that you're drinking from, it's going to fall to the floor. It's going to fall to the lowest point of physicalness because gravity is just the way it is. You don't even have to understand gravity. You don't have to believe in gravity. It just is the way that the world works. Here's something that's not true. Things just aren't what they are. So if you're in a difficult situation, it's not just what it is. It's a difficult situation. It's meant for your growth. There's a book that I read years ago. It was suggested to me by a good friend. It's uh, called Radical Forgiveness, written by Colin Tipping, who right now is going through his own uh, journey and challenge with cancer. And Colin Tipping wrote this beautiful book on radical forgiveness, helping us understand that our soul's path is strewn with lessons. And sometimes we view those lessons as evil, painful, hurtful. We might even consider these lessons someone that we might hate. I don't even like having those words leave my lips. So what we find in our soul's journey are lessons. There is nothing else but lessons for us. And the lessons are there because our purpose here is to expand our soul. And in doing so, we contribute to the expansion of all humanity. That's what it's all about, plain and simple. We don't really need to go to, um, you know, the deep inners of all of the religious teachings to really understand they were all saying the same thing. And how do we get that expansion? First, by loving ourselves, and second, by loving others. But there's a whole lot of stuff in the way of that. Mo, I got to go to work. I got colleagues and, and bosses who, who are making my life difficult and holding me accountable and telling me to do things that are illegal, unnecessary, impossible. I know. I spent decades of my life reading a beautiful book, feeling totally solely warmed and expanded, and then leaving that book at my bedside and going off to my corporate highfalutin job where I was responsible for a lot of stuff, a lot of money, a lot of budgets. I had to make commitments and promises. I had to get some stuff done that seemed nearly impossible, and I had to get hundreds of people on the same page. I wasn't always great at it. I faltered a lot. I probably pissed off some people, but I did a darn good job most days. And when I look back at all the things that were in front of me to grow and expand and all the opportunities that were put in front of me for my highest good, I see it now. I see it now as a big classroom. I didn't always see it that way. Probably the last 10 years of my career, I was more on an enlightened path. Here's why many in this world right now are struggling and suffering. Because the world is expanding at a very rapid rate. And since the world, which means humanity, is expanding, it means we are uncovering darkness. And if you're reading the newspaper, watching the news, uh, paying attention to the headlines and the internet, you're going to see the darkness. And if you focus on the darkness you're going to think the world is going in the wrong way. And maybe if you're in your 60s, 70s, or 80s, you've gotten to the point where you're cynical and thinking that the world is going to hell. That would be an unfortunate way to view the world. 
the way that it was made by our creator is that the world is always expanding. Humanity is always expanding. And if we look at it through a very narrow lens, if we only view the darkness that, by the way, is getting revealed at all-time highs, if we only look at the darkness, we're going to be misled. We're going to be part of the darkness if we look at that. Again, what you put your attention on expands. I don't watch the news anymore. I haven't watched it for 12 years. I choose not to bathe my consciousness in negativity. And my lovely mother can't believe that I actually operate in the world and don't watch the news. Well, I get enough news. I'm on the Internet. I actually get the Wall Street Journal sent to my home every single morning because I like to read some of the stuff on business and know what's going on in the business world and just kind of make sure I'm in the know to the degree because that is my business. But I don't like the headlines. I don't need to know about that stuff. I'm not running the United Nations. If I was running the United Nations, I, I might be interested in the headlines so I'd be a little bit more aware. But what I'm doing for a living is helping women ascend in their careers and be more successful than they've been able to get on their own or to recover from a job loss or some other traumatic event that put the job and their career kind of in the wrong direction. So we're recovering all of that. So yes, I need to know what's going on in the business world and with careers and, and in the marketplace so that I can help my clients navigate at the highest level possible. So I stay up on that. I'm committed to my profession. I've always been interested in business and careers and jobs and how people get successful. I've been studying it since I was 22, degree, 22 degrees, 22 years old. I was very interested as a young professional nurse. I was a young RN in the coronary care units at the University of Pittsburgh Hospital. Then it was called Presbyterian Hospital. And I was super, super eager to understand how to do more and be better. I was always that way, always trying to run faster and skate faster and climb the tree higher, always interested in expansion and interested in more. And again, some people may have judged that as just being ambitious or wanting to show off. I can understand how people would interpret that way. And I can also understand how many of my clients and then some women I talk to who don't end up being my client might think that showing up that way is show-offy and ego-driven. And out for your own good. Because some people have been told that that's what that is. Just like some people have been told that the headlines of the paper is what's going on in the world. It's a very small fraction. And when we see darkness come into the light, we know for sure that it's the light that is uncovering darkness. Darkness can't uncover darkness. Only light can. You're going to stumble and fall if you don't turn the light on. And when you turn the light on, you're going to see things that you didn't see. So if you've turned your light on, if you've illuminated your soul just a little bit, you're going to see some stuff. And when I do a clarity call with one of my potential new clients, and I'm going to talk about that for a second because people ask me all the time, what is this clarity call thing? So what the clarity call thing is, is I have an opportunity to help you save your career and get it on a track that's beyond what you've been able to do yourself. I use my great executive experience. I use profoundly successful coaching techniques. I have a team that helps me. I have dozens and dozens of women together moving their souls forward and moving their careers forward. And what we do 
on a clarity call is help you understand what's really going on in your career and in your life. Because it's not until we turn that light on and really see that we know what we need to clean up and we know what we need to attend to. And here's the thing. If you try to handle that in the three-dimensional world, it's not going to work. A good resume is good. A good LinkedIn profile is good. Being able to call ex-bosses and colleagues to say, hey, what's up, is good. But if you're the same person throughout your entire career, you're going to get the same result and you're going to get the same type of coworkers and the same boss and you're going to show up in the way that you're going to get the same lessons. And guess what? The same lessons don't feel the same every year, every decade of your life. They get more loud. They get more difficult. They hurt more because if we don't go for the expansion, we get the lesson at a louder and louder and louder point. So on a clarity call, I want to help you understand what's going on. I want to help illuminate what's really happening. And then when we do that, we want to take you to your future and say, hey, what do you think is possible for you? Given your education, your experience, your expertise, what do you think is possible? And often this is where there's a challenge. Well, I don't know. I, I, I've been told so many times that nothing more is possible. But for everyone, there is more. For every single human being on this planet, there is more. And many human beings were not given the roadmap, the rule book, the secret code to how to have more, do more, and be more. And the truth is you need to be more before you do more and have more. If you're not being more, if you're not expanding yourself, you cannot succeed to higher and higher levels. If you do without expanding who you are, you are going to get hurt. Just like if you're an eighth grade football player and you go into the NFL, you're going to get hurt. If you're a high schooler and you go into college football and you haven't practiced and played at the high school level successfully, you go to college football, you're going to get hurt. They don't often start freshmen in college football. There's a couple of freshmen that are excellent and excel and have great skills and talents and have worked their butt off. They're okay, but usually it takes a couple years of of practice and training. We don't usually see a rookie in the National Football League winning the most valuable player. They might get the rookie of the year, and they've got a lot of promise. And they've done great work as a first-year person in that new league. But it's usually the veterans who are the best players because they continue to master who they are, how they show up, and they practice and practice and practice. And I was telling my team this this morning. Even Tom Brady gets sacked and intercepted, and he's the best quarterback who's ever played the game. The best ever still gets intercepted and sacked. So who do you think you are as a new director, a new vice president? You think you're going to have a scot-free no problem. It's impossible. You are going to get lessons to expand. I'm sure every time Tom Brady gets intercepted, and I know this because I watch enough games, he goes back to the bench and takes a look on his Surface Microsoft Pro tablet. <laughs> I think it's hysterical how much advertising they do about that. It's really funny. But he's he's scrolling through the, the field and where the, 
defenders were and he's reflecting what his decision making was that caused that to happen and if he was under pressure and duress by the defense he probably made a worse throw than he would have made if he didn't have pressure it's the pressure on him as a quarterback that caused him perhaps to make a throw that went in the wrong direction or that a defender got in front of lesson lesson Time for expansion, time for expansion, time to play bigger. He has taken every opportunity to grow and expand to be the best quarterback in the NFL. By the way, he wasn't a top draft pick out of college. He wasn't an all-star player at the college level. Nope. It wasn't until he continued to practice his craft a couple of years into the NFL that he got to be the Tom Brady we know today. And that's the way it is with our careers. But if Tom Brady would have gotten pissed off that he wasn't selected to the top of the draft and would have had an attitude, why me? How come I didn't get mine? How come all these guys who aren't as good as me got picked ahead of me? How come? Why? Boo-hoo. He may have had a day or two like that. I don't know him personally. But clearly, he just went to work and practiced and got better. Because he knew inside the inner being wanted expansion and he took the expansion. And now he's the best ever. I'm not saying that other players don't practice and work their butts off also. There's a lot of great players in the NFL. That's why I like the game. I know it's a little brutal and whatever, but I, I, I love sports at the highest level because you're watching humanity, talented and gifted, but well-practiced. There's a player in the, in the NBA who is known to really not practice that hard, and he's a really great, talented player, Carmelo Anthony. He's bounced around from team to team, and he's done points and baskets and good percentages and he's known as a really great player but from what I understand from all the news out there that he doesn't necessarily practice hard and commit to the game he's more of someone who kind of takes his talent for granted and you'll have that and he's and he's darn good but he's not as good as the guys who practice and work hard and have talent so your playing big is your soul's best work and it's your soul's expansion and the contribution that we make in the career world is the work we have. It's the, it's the playground of our soul. So if you'd like to book a clarity call, I talked, started talking about that before I got into football. If you'd like to book a clarity call with me or my team, please go right ahead and do that on mofall.com and then slash give me clarity. And you're going to get to a page where you're able to book a call. We're going to ask you for a little bit of information so that we kind of know what, who we're talking to when we get to the, to the discussion. Um, it's the way that we can help you uncover and shed some light on what's really going on. You know those days where you do some spring cleaning and you bring the couch away from the wall and you realize all this stuff that's fallen back there and you see what's got to be cleaned up? That's what a clarity call is all about. Let's spend some time pulling your career against, uh, away from the wall and take a look at it. See what's really going on back there. And if we can help you, we'll talk about what that means. If you'd like to see my master class, I have a master class, five shifts to bring your soul to work. You can find that at mofall.com slash masterclass. And you can take a, uh, a free training from me for 45 minutes or so. Take notes and learn the five shifts. 
that you have to make to bring your soul to work to land your dream job. It's a beautiful experience that I have when I see one of my clients expand and come into their fullness and come into their wholeness and totally feel better about who they are because that's the first thing that has to happen. And as I'm talking about how plain big is our soul's best work. I'm thinking about uh, a client, I'll call her her Jen, wasn't her real name, but Jen took a job as a software IT professional in a company that was a little bit beneath her. And it was a little bit beneath her because she had lost her previous job and it was the best, fastest job that she could get. And she was in that job four to six months or so and she picked up the her computer picked up the phone. She booked her clarity call. We had a clarity call. And what was really going on is she was basically just playing too small and she wasn't quite sure how to get out of it. And she didn't want to bail out on this new job because she felt that would be a bad move for her resume. So she was in this conundrum. I don't think it's the right job, but I don't want to quit or leave because that would look bad. So her intellect was fighting against her soul's desire to expand. And this happens all the time. A lot of my clients get stuck because their soul wants to expand and then their fears fight against that and their intellect fights against it. You can't leave this job. It allows you flexibility to get your kids from work and there's no job in the world that's going to let you have that, they say to themselves. And so they have fear and intellect fighting against their soul's expansion. So Jan was in that same boat and she came into my workshop and we started expanding her soul. It's the first thing I do. Started turning up the volume, the illumination of her soul. And she started showing up differently. When she came into the workshop, her boss didn't really understand her expertise. Her boss didn't really want her to participate in meetings or projects. He just wanted to hand her work to do. And he just expected her to figure it out and do it because she was pretty smart and pretty good. And she did. But she wanted to play at a higher level, and she didn't know how to navigate all that. So what happened when she started bringing her soul to work and turning up the volume, all of a sudden she started getting recognized differently by the same people. Why? Because she became a different version of herself. She became a higher version. Her inner being now had illumination. And people didn't know what they were seeing, but they were responding to it. They were responding to her expansion. And soon enough, as we got into the second phase of what I do with my clients in my workshop, she developed her dream job. And she wanted to be on more sophisticated projects. She wanted to be kind of like the hit team for the, the problem clients and the problem projects, the complex ones. That's what she wanted to do. And her company had that thing and she wanted to do it. But she's like, well, if they won't let me do it here, I'm going to find it somewhere else. That's cool. Let's do that. And she put a number down on the, on the module two worksheet and she claimed her truth for that worth. And then we went to work external and internal. I helped her navigate some critical conversations with her boss and colleagues over the next month or so. She was granted the opportunity to go on a big client project, a business trip for a couple of days that eventually then led to her promotion to a more complicated hit team, the one that she wanted to be on, and they gave her the raise of the money that she wanted. And she was able to stay in that company and be more successful. And it wouldn't have happened if she didn't do the inner work. It would not have happened at all. And she knows it. Her kids, who are both young adults, noticed the change in her. They absolutely saw her mother be in the best, highest, confident mode 
they had ever, ever seen her in. And when I talk about her story and I remember her journey, I get lit up. I get totally lit up. It makes me happy when another soul on the planet has listened to their inner being and has grabbed the responsibility of having their soul's best work and to use that in their work and to go to work every day knowing that this is your higher good and the paycheck reflects your worth and you feel great and everyone who's around you working feels great and honors your contributions. Now, if you're listening to me talk about that, you might be skeptical and thinking that doesn't happen or that's not going to happen for me. And I'm going to tell you what, it's not going to happen for you if you don't let your soul expand, if you don't take responsibility for what's in your life and you don't move forward because playing bigger is exactly what you need to feel better. And that's exactly the work I do with my clients in my workshop. I help them play bigger because I help them get bigger on the inside and there's no bigger play unless you become a bigger you. That higher version, that more illuminated soul has got to come to life for you to be awesome in your work. And if you're going to get a big promotion or you're going to change and up-level your job, if you're going to recover after a job loss and get yourself back at the highest level, you have got to get your soul in a stronger, more powerful position. And you've got to line that up with the work you do. And you've got to commit to playing as big as you can. Because that's what you're here for. And that's what your soul's here for. And it wants it so bad. It's asking you every day. The pain that you may be feeling, the struggle you're feeling, the suffering is because you're shutting your soul down. I don't want that for you. You don't want that for you. And most people don't understand that struggle. They see it as just another day at the office and everyone's miserable. So, of course, I'm miserable. And it's called work, Mo, isn't it? I'm not going to accept that because we're in a place where humanity is expanding and that's not okay anymore. It's not okay for you not to listen to your inner being. I'm going to talk in the second half of this show about a couple of more clients who had just absolutely brilliant, brilliant journeys in the work I do. I'm going to explain it deeper. Please feel free to call in and join the conversation. I'll be happy to answer your questions on this big topic. Hi, I'm Reverend Linda Martella Witset with Silent Unity, reminding you that we are here for you during the holidays to support you with affirmative prayer and inspiration. From all of us at Silent Unity, we wish you a beautiful and blessed holiday season. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous donations of listeners like you. If you feel inspired by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make your offering today. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Reverend Blair Tabor from Unity San Diego, taken from a talk called Sacred Service, The Ultimate Spiritual Growth. 
who we are and who we perceive ourselves to be as human beings is just such a small part of who we are as spiritual beings. Remember the phrase that I like, you know, Emily Cady says, God did not make you to be spiritual pygmies, but spiritual giants. You know, and do we live as if we're spiritual giants? No, we don't. We live, we live as if we're you know, weak human beings. You know, we're spiritual giants. We need to live that way in our lives. So we have to let go of the ego. It's a challenge because we spent so much energy and focus on, on our ego, on dressing a certain way and talking a certain way and looking a certain way and, and lining ourselves in certain ways to, to uphold that ego identity. But as we're willing to let that go, let it be permeable to spirit, then what we find is we're connected to that infinite oneness that is God. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Know Yourself as Divine. Stations of the Cosmic Christ, a new book from Matthew Fox and Bishop Mark Andrus, introduce a spiritual practice designed to help you realize the divine within. Combining prayer and an interpretation of the Stations of the Cross, featuring beautiful imagery, you will be led on a process of transformation. This book will help you discover the most caring, courageous, and compassionate parts of yourself. Get your copy today at Amazon.com or Unity.org shop. I'm Rev. Linda Martellowitza with Silent Unity. While the holiday season is a time of joy, it can also be a time of sorrow or loneliness. Silent Unity, our 24-hour affirmative prayer ministry, is here for you. We pray with everyone, including and beyond all faith traditions. Call 816-969-2000, and a prayer associate will answer your call and pray with you, then keep you in continuous prayer for 30 days. Call today or reach us through the YouPray app. Happy Holy Holidays. Experience everyday peace with Dr. Drayvon James every Monday at 4 p.m. Central here on Unity Online Radio. In today's busy world, it's easy to get overwhelmed and disconnected. Tune in to the show for practical tips on how to handle whatever life throws at you. Dr. James welcomes some interesting guests and will help you get through any challenges you have with grace. Join the show live or listen later on demand right here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are learning how to bring our soul to work today because I'm talking about playing big. I'm talking about dispelling the myth of what playing big really means. Playing big may mean to you, up until today maybe, (laughs) that it meant being ambitious and egocentric and selfish. Playing big may have meant that you have nothing more than your own success in line. And that is the exact opposite of what's really going on when you choose to play big. When you choose to play, pay, to play big, you are choosing your soul's path because the only thing your soul wants to do is expand. It's the only thing it wants to do is expand. That's it. The only thing that beautiful, loving, heart-filled, energetic part of you, the best parts of you. The only thing it wants is to expand. And as it expands, it gets seen and appreciated and loved and seen and appreciated and loved. And then it feels better and it grows more. When 
ladies graduate from my kick-ass workshop, we have a little mantra that says, the better it gets, the better it gets. And that is the soul's path because the better you get at the soul level, the better it gets. More expansion, more joy, more happiness, more clarity. Everything gets better. Everything. Everything gets better. If I had a pill to hand out that your life would be better, I think you'd take it. If I had the lesson for you, it's today, by the way, of how to get your life better, you better take it. Why would you choose a life of struggling and suffering and pain and agony and victimhood? Why would you choose that if you knew there was something better? Chances are most people don't really know there's something better. Chances are you think that's for someone else. Or maybe you think that your God doesn't expect that much from you. Not true. Or maybe you think that your God is disappointed and let you down. Not true. You may be letting yourself down. You may not be thinking that much of you. But your God is waiting for you to step into that. That's what's going on. You have an obligation to play bigger. And when you choose to say no to that obligation, you're going to hurt. It's the way it goes. You are going to hurt if you don't say yes to yourself. If you don't say yes to your growth. If you don't participate at your soul's urging to grow, you're going to hurt. And through a little bit of temporary I call it the chaos and calamity because when we break through our limiting beliefs, when we break through the old stories, when we break through the stuff that's no longer working, there's a little bit of chaos and calamity. Why? Because we're breaking through an energy barrier. If you cracked an egg to make scrambled eggs and you only focused on the fact that you just cracked a shell, oh my God, we just cracked a shell. What are we going to do now? Well, the egg came out and you're going to scramble it and you're going to make something lovely for breakfast. If you focus on the shell getting cracked, you're going to get all sidetracked. Unfortunately, so many people just focus on that because they weren't shown. They weren't taught. They weren't given a belief structure that supports their highest good. They were given a belief structure, and maybe this is you, of fear. I really want to change the world about this because this is so important to all of humanity. It's important that you expand so that the entire humanity can expand. Your participation in that is really important, really important. It's like we're all rowing, and if you're not with your oar in the water rowing, we all suffer. Not that we would suffer because you aren't rowing. But we're not having it as good as we could. When you're rowing and you're doing your thing for expanding, we're all benefiting. Here's the thing. You're not going to feel that. You're going to feel your benefit. You're going to feel your bigness and your happiness and your joy and your clarity. I've got dozens, actually hundreds of clients who've been through my workshop, and it's so gratifying for me to know their stories and hear their stories. And sometimes when I talk to a woman on a clarity call, 
She has no idea how great it can be because she's so programmed. Life has been, she's so programmed and conditioned for the hurts she's had. I want you to break out of that programming. Break out of the three-dimensional world experience and consider yourself a light worker. Considering your, consider yourself a soul ready to expand. Consider yourself ready for more. Go for that promotion. Go for that next big job. Retool yourself. Think of yourself at a higher version. Focus on all the magnificent things that you've done so far in your career and life and tee yourself up for bigness. It's selfish not to grow. You want selfish? Don't grow. That's selfish. You want ego? Get stuck in your fear. That's ego. Those are the sins against yourself. In a nutshell, when you grow and you decide to take responsibility for your path, that's your true path. That's what your creator was wanting for you from the very beginning. And if you believe in fear, you're going against your God. You're going against your creator. You're going against your higher self. You're not listening to your inner being, and you're not paying attention to your soul's path. If you over-intellectualize, well, I really haven't done that before, Mo. I could never be a vice president. I've never been one before. Every vice president had their first day as a vice president and hadn't done the work before. They stepped into it. They said, if it's to be, it's up to me. And they stepped into more responsibility. And they said, I'm an awesome person. I want to lead a team. I'm sick and tired of people leading teams who aren't awesome. I'm sick and tired of people who aren't looking out for the best of others to be in leadership. I'm sick and tired of people being lying, cheating, self-promoting people to be in leadership and to be running companies. I'm going to do that because I'm a higher version of a soul. I'm generous. I'm loving. I want the best in people. Those are the people that need to be leaders. And if you're listening to this radio show, you probably are a beautiful, wonderful, humble soul. I want you to take that humble and realize that, that God wants more for you. It's your destiny. Take it up. If you don't, you're going to suffer and struggle. Just like another beautiful, wonderful client who came my way uh, earlier this year in the spring, she had gotten a brand new promotion because her boss retired and they swept her up into that role. So rather than having 30 on her team, she now has 300. She was working long days. It was taking everything out of her. She was overwhelmed. She was doubt, doubting herself. She was full of self-criticism. I can't do this. What were they thinking? It's not working for me. Six months into it, she gets on a clarity call. We talk about it. Actually, she had her clarity call with one of my beautiful team members. And she joined the workshop thinking she was going to quit and downgrade herself because this promotion just wasn't happening. When she came into the workshop, the first thing we did was brighten up her soul and have her feel more worthy and more awesome from the inside. Because I know that if we do that first, the answer of what's right for her and her career path is going to become abundantly obvious to her. But if she's making decisions from fear and overwhelm and self-criticism, she's not going to be making the best decision for herself because fear and overwhelm is called ego and fear. You cannot make great decisions from ego and fear. And if that's your 
place of decision-making, you're going to make mistakes for yourself. And you may make big mistakes. And this particular client, what am I going to call her? I wrote down a pseudonym for her. Her name is going to be Gloria. (laughs) Gloria was ready to make a major, major critical flawed decision for herself by quitting. She would have quit had she not gotten her clarity call booked and had she not gotten into my workshop. Not only would she have made a bad decision for her career and her financial position in life, she would have made a bad decision for all the people who now look up to her. Those 300 people on her team are now understanding how wonderful she is. She's the best manager and leader they've ever had. And now she's helping inspire not only her direct reports, but the people who are reporting under that. She's taken it upon herself to be the wonderful, beautiful, big soul she is and lift others on her team. She's a leader. And I asked her when I saw her in May, and I've spoken to her a couple of times since then, to continue to grow because her role in that company is so crucial and so important for that company's trajectory to be going in the right direction. And it's a type of company that takes care of people. And when that company does the right thing, they're going to do the right thing by all the people who are counting on them. That's important work. And Gloria is a nurse like me. And she has a career trajectory that has been one step forward, one step forward, one step forward. And when she got this promotion, probably about a year ago now, it was more than she could handle because she hadn't turned herself into that higher version of herself. And it overwhelmed her because she was not in her best alignment. And therefore, the physical world looked like it was a bad thing. But it was all because she hadn't turned herself up. So plain big wasn't possible for her. And of course, she was in victim mode because she didn't know how to not do that when she was overwhelmed. And of course, she was blaming the promotion. But it was exactly what she needed to step into her power. Had she quit and downgraded her position, that probably would have been a $30,000 hit. She got a market adjustment in her salary. She got a bonus in the time that we're working together. Can we say unexpected money? Can we say unexpected beautiful growth where she is now embracing her role? She is unstoppable and she told me, I now feel like I can do anything. There's nothing better than that. She is operating now outside the three-dimensional realm of cause and effect, and she's operating as the cause of her life. She's operating at that level. And I want you to understand that concept in so many ways. I want you to appreciate and understand that when you take responsibility for you and when you choose to turn your soul's volume up, you now are truly understanding how the universe is built, and how you become a creator in it. You are fully embracing your soul's destiny, and your life and your career is of your making. And everything that's in front of you is now a pure 
beautiful opportunity to learn and expand. Everything becomes an opportunity to expand. Everything becomes an opportunity to grow. Remember, it's your birthright. Remember, it's your number one life priority on this planet, on this time space version of what we call human life. If you'd like to talk to me about an opportunity or something that's in your way, please feel free to give me a call at 816-251-3555. I'd love to have the opportunity to talk to you. I love coaching on this radio show. I love having live callers just peppering me with their issues, thoughts, concerns, etc. I want you to play big. And I want you to understand why it's so important for you. And I want you to tie it all together with your number one reason for being on this planet, and that's to grow. So if you're struggling, if you're not where you know you can be, if you've recently lost a job, been fired, or maybe been told by your boss that you're not performing adequately, it's because your soul is not fully illuminated. And that is the only cause of true suffering and struggling. It's not the outside world, darling. It's not what they're doing to you. It's what's going on at the soul level. I feel sometimes like I'm an, a soul MRI machine and I can help you see what it is that's really not going well at the soul level based on what's going on in your life. And what I do for a living is fix that. Not only have I fixed it for myself, I'm not saying that I'm completely done and I'm perfect. Far from it. I understand exactly what it is that I have to keep working on and keep fixing. And I'm on a path to do that. But I'm not criticizing myself for it. I'm not in victim mode for it. I'm overwhelmed with grief and struggle over it. I'm on my path. So everything that is happening on my path, it's for my highest good, for my greater good. And I take it up with cheery, cheery happiness most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes I take some of the uh, lessons and pain that come along with a little bit of frustration and, ah, uh, this again, that means I haven't solved it. Oh, goodness gracious. There was a, a woman I was um, talking to um, earlier, again, earlier this year, she had gotten fired from her HR job. And I'm going to call her Pam. Pam had gotten fired from her HR job because she had given advice to the president of the company that something that he was doing was not legal. He didn't really want to hear that. So he fired her. And she was flabbergasted because she was doing the right thing. And he didn't want her to do the right thing. He wanted her to support what he wanted to do. Director of HR, smallish type of company, he's the president, do what I tell you. She was not down for that. She was down for here's the right thing, here's the wrong thing. She had grown up with a high value of right versus wrong. She didn't want to jeopardize her role as a professional. So she spoke her mind and she told him what he was doing was not proper and appropriate. He got rid of her because he could. And here she is without a job, 
three kids. She splits custody with her ex-husband. Three kids relying on her. House, mortgage payment, no job. And I think uh, I think we talked to her maybe a month or two after she lost her job. And at first, after her clarity call, again, it's mofall.com slash give me clarity, could be the most important turning moment in your life. After her clarity call, she said, no, thanks. I'm an HR professional. I got this. No problem. Well, when my team member told me about her and she said, no, thanks, I got this, and they had told me that she had gotten fired, uh, that's a tough road to hoe, to have job trauma and then to get yourself back at that level of performance. It's, it's a heroic event to pull yourself back after that. So I just happened to call her back up the next day and I said, hi, I'm Coach Mo. Uh, my team member told me a little bit about what's going on with your career and your job and it sounds pretty serious. Uh, sounds like you really need to get back at the highest level of professional performance so that your family and your security of your life can get back on track and understanding what it's like to lose your job because I've lost my job several times in my career. I understand what that feels like and that kind of gut punch and insult to the soul uh, takes a little bit of healing and repair work and I'd like to help you and uh, I can way and get you more than likely back on track faster and at a higher level than you could do on your own. And uh, she agreed. She agreed to step forward. And when she graduated from the workshop, she wrote a little testimonial for me and said, you know, I thought as an HR professional, I had this whole like job thing kind of figured out and covered because this is my profession. And she basically said, boy, was I wrong. There's a whole new dimension, a whole new approach that Mo brings to the table. She helped me claim my awesomeness and reframe the entire reason why I got fired. And I helped her bring her soul to work. She actually did some consulting for a while. And um, that was her answer of what she wanted to do to show up bigger and play bigger. And that felt good to her for a while. But then after several months of doing that, she wanted to get back on a team and be in an organization and be a leader in an organization. Now she has a nice big job uh, leading uh, an HR team and being responsible for five sites of a particular company. And she's having a great time showing up bigger, playing bigger and wanting even more and wanting to be the highest, best version of who she is so she can be the leader and have the profession and the career trajectory that she wants. Because she now knows that playing bigger means that her soul is expanding and getting a greater sense of her clarity, her power, her leadership capabilities, and being able to change and influence others' lives. She's now doing it at a very high level, and she's super happy. She's the real version of her. She's playing big. She's got a huge heart. She's got a great, brilliant mind. She knows exactly how to be the best HR professional. And what she understands is that her soul's growth and the enhancements that she is making every day to herself through her experiences is exactly her birthright. And it's exactly what she's on this planet to do. So she's not just living the three-dimensional world of doing work and showing up and talking to people. She knows she's participating at a higher level. Let's call it the fourth dimensional reality where she's a light worker for herself and others. And by day, she's an HR professional. 
making a great paycheck, having a nice life, being able to support her kids with freedom and clarity and purpose. And now she's looking for the next best thing for her. Maybe a better relationship, new relationship with a partner, perhaps beautiful travel and experiences with her kids, more expansion on the job. She knows that this number one life priority for her to have her soul expand is the entire reason why she's working, the entire reason why she will continue to make more money, and it is her commitment to know that her path is now paved with her highest good. And as long as she keeps putting one foot in front of the other on that same path, she will continue to be in her highest good. She will continue to grow. So when things don't quote unquote go her way, either personally or professionally, she knows it's an opportunity for learning. She knows it's an opportunity for her to play bigger because she knows that her soul's best work is to play bigger. So no longer is she working for a boss where her ideas aren't wanted and accepted. No longer are her insights shut down. No longer is she doubting whether a new promotion or something bigger is, is, is up for her. She's no longer doubting her journey. She's no longer playing too small. She's no longer struggling and suffering because her soul has expanded, and that's how she's living her life, through her soul's beauty and her soul's power and her soul's genius. Her genius, her soul, it's not anyone else's. And she's participating at the highest level of humanity by being that version of her. She's brought her soul to work. She's in her dream job. She's making great money, and you know what? She wants more. And she wants more because she understands the divine path that that means for her. When we stop wanting more, we've gotten out of our soul's alignment. When we stop wanting to participate and to grow and to be responsible, we are no longer in our soul's alignment. And when we're not in our soul's alignment, we're going to guarantee we're going to get into struggle and suffer in victim mode. Your soul wants to play big. Listen to it, please, for your own sake and for my sake and for everyone's sake. I want you to play big. I want you to bring your soul to work. I want you to land your dream job. I want you to have your dream salary. I want you to want it all because that expansion and that desire is you listening to your soul. And there's really nothing in the way. There is nothing in the way of your soul's expansion. The things that are there are your lessons. They're not in your way. They're your opportunities for growth. They're not in your way. They're your stimulation for growing and expanding. Every time I lost my job, and it happened six times in my career, I grew and I expanded to the next level up. And my last job-to-job growth was my biggest one ever. And I did everything that I now coach and teach in my workshop to get me that best next last expansion in my career. And then I had to do it times 100 to start my own business 
and start coaching and helping others. I'm on my path of playing big and playing bigger and bigger and bigger because I want to help make a bigger contribution to the world. I want that for you. No matter what your career path, you play bigger. And if you'd like to learn how and you'd like to explore yourself, please join us with Booking a Clarity Call at mofall.com slash give me clarity. And we will talk to you about your career and we will talk to you about the things that are going on and why it's in your way and we will help you understand it all. And then if you're ready to play at the highest level, we will help you unleash it and we will work with you to get your career at the highest level. We'll see you on the next episode, Owning the Room and Rising Up. This is Mo Fall. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.